Are you also tired of one-size-fits-all weight loss plans? Meet Noom, the personalized solution that meets you where you are. Noom is able to understand your unique needs, from dietary restrictions to medical concerns. Unlike restrictive programs, Noom embraces your lifestyle and choices. Discover a sustainable approach to weight loss, tailored just for you. Honestly, Noom felt like it was made for me. It's not just about what I eat. It's about understanding why. With Noom, I've learned so much about myself and built healthier habits that stick. It's all about progress, not perfection. Say goodbye to restrictive diets and experience the Noom app for yourself with personalized lessons and expert coaching. Noom's psychology and biology-based approach has helped over 5.2 million people achieve their goals. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Hey, Rebel Rouser. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7, episode number 1524. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. Thank you so much for subscribing to the show wherever you happen to be catching it. And hey, let's talk about the novel Last Shot by Daniel Jose Elder. We are going over this one because it bears upon the events of Solo, a Star Wars story, and our discussion of the novelization will take place next week. But for now, since we hadn't talked about this one before, we're going to talk about it now. And like I said in yesterday's episode, we are reconstructing it. The narrative has been fractured, just like with Thrawn Alliances. It does not take place in chronological order, but for the purposes of us discussing it on the podcast, we are reassembling it in chronological order and going over the details that you would want to know, especially as they bear upon Solo A Star Wars Story, which this particular segment of the novel does, especially so since it takes place not long before the events of Solo A Star Wars Story. And I probably don't have to tell you this, but just in case, we are in spoiler territory, so if you haven't read the novel and you don't want it spoiled for you, then save this episode for a later date. But if you're cool with me diving into the details, then let's talk about Lando's segment of this novel. So the novel was being described as divided into three parts, and technically it's divided into four, maybe with a little smidge of a fifth, but it's technically divided into four parts. The advertising had said there's a Lando part, there's a Han part, and there's a part where Lando and Han come together. Well, we talked yesterday about the one part that wasn't those three, was the part where we get to meet the novel's bad guy, Fies and Gore, and he makes a brief appearance in the Lando section, which takes place three years after the events of Faisengor getting captured by a wandering star, and so that puts it at around 10 BBY, which makes it just before the events of Solo, a Star Wars story. And these are your seven top takeaways from the Lando segment of the novel. First of all, we get to see Lando in all his glory on a New Year's Eve event and trying to hook up with a Vice Grand Administrator of Stormtrooper Recruitment. And that's, oh man, Lando going over his attire is one of the funniest sequences. And I gotta say, if you can hear January Lavoie do it in the audio, then it's even better. So he is just as vain about his appearance down to the microscopic detail as you would ever imagine him 
to be. And he is sure that he is going to hook up with this vice grand administrator who he is shorter than, incidentally, and that has no effect on his confidence whatsoever. So there's your number one. Number two top takeaway is that L3 has no problem with getting in the way of his romantic <laughs> ideas. And yeah, there's another nicer, uh, not so nice word for it, I guess, which we will not use on this podcast because, hey, there are kids listening, but I'm sure you're familiar with it. Somebody who gets in the way of you having a romantic interlude, yeah, that's what L3 does in this particular case. To say, hey, something that's a matter of life and death we need to go take care of now and I'm not telling you what it is. And this is a testament to the relationship between Lando and L3 that he is willing to go along with this, whatever it may be, even not knowing what she's on about. And so your third top takeaway is about a new location that we get in the realm of Star Wars, and it's a different kind of asteroid belt. It's the Mesolon Remnants Belt, and it is the remains of a moon that's shattered, and now it's a bunch of ice asteroids. So not your garden variety asteroids, actual ice asteroids, which Lando has to pilot through and does so with exceptional and tremendous skill to find a random rusty floating chamber of sorts. And this is the destination that L3 has brought Lando to and still won't tell him why they are there. Now your fourth top takeaway is what we find out about this chamber. There is a droid there by the designation of D9 as L3 refers to this droid. And D9 was somebody with whom L3 had been in contact, and so you find out that L3 has a network of droid contacts, A, of which Lando is unaware, a whole secret life that Lando is unaware of, and also it puts you in mind of how C-3PO had his own droid spy network, as we found out in the stories that led up to and included The Force Awakens. And D9 isn't the only thing in this chamber. It's actually a rather macabre scene because there are all sorts of bodies and body parts around. Not just droid, but also organic too. It's actually rather a gruesome scene. And D9 is able to tell L3 that there's an Imperial spy there too, which they are able to deactivate via blaster very quickly, thankfully. But... Takeaway number five is that the Imperials have arrived. Already it's too late to stop whatever has happened. And there is a strange space-suited person who is jumping around ice asteroids and firing hand cannons at TIE fighters and taking them down remarkably. And it turns out that this is none other than Fizen Gore. And so L3 has brought Lando within sight of Fizen Gore. And what happens next? Well, we're going to talk about that after the break and a quick word about our friends at Nissan. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Have you ever wanted to take a land speeder for a spin or maybe even the Millennium Falcon itself? Well, here's the next best thing. You can make your own custom solo a Star Wars story inspired Nissan with the best in galaxy customizer. Just go to SW7x7.com custom to customize and share your own Star Wars inspired vehicle. And don't forget, solo a Star Wars story is coming home on digital September 14th, Blu-ray September 25th, and new on 4K Ultra HD as well. Welcome back. So you remember yesterday we talked about how Gore vowed revenge on this whole terrible galaxy after his droids got destroyed by a wandering star. 
Well, it turns out that this is what L3 is keeping track of, Feisengor's efforts to create a device that would unleash this kind of craziness across the galaxy. And so your sixth top takeaway is that the actual purpose of the mission was to find this device, and L3 wasn't able to just get it and run with it, but she was able to scan its contents and learn exactly what it was, which is essentially a bomb that's going to be set off in the minds of droids across the galaxy ordering them to become murderous and kill every organic that they can get a hold of. And so as part of what's happening, L3 says that, or thinks that in the narrative, that she managed to install a bit of doubt in the programming of this phalanx redux transmitter, as it's called. And this thing is apparently just going to float around the galaxy gathering parts to itself, as L3 is kind of done in a way, until it's able to increase its transmission range and until Fizengor is ready to upload the operational code to it to make it unleash all sorts of apocalyptic nightmares across the galaxy. And so your final top takeaway is the fact that L3 decides that it's her mission and what's going to be her life's work, the most important thing that she will ever work on to find a way to combat the virus that Fizengor is essentially working on to create an antivirus to somehow build a droid that can replicate itself, that can be resistant to this virus and populate the galaxy and destroy the virus wherever it might find it. So the really fascinating thing about this is that we know from the events of Solo, a Star Wars story, that L3 is now part of the Millennium Falcon's computer system. And so what in the name of holy heck is going to happen to her mission? How is she going to fulfill her desire to put a stop to whatever Fizengor has planned while she is, for all intents and purposes, held captive inside the Millennium Falcon's computer system? Hopefully this is something that will get revealed down the road in the rest of Last Shot. But for now, that is where we are going to draw to a close. We are just before the events of Solo, A Star Wars Story, and we are going to jump ahead in time about five years in tomorrow's episode and talk about Han Solo's encounter with Fizengor and the Phalanx Redux Transmitter. For now, though, it just remains for me to say, please subscribe to the show if you're enjoying it and if you want to make sure that you get the next episodes. So subscribe wherever it is that you happen to be catching this episode. And if you're not yet supporting the show, if you think that it's worth a tip in the tip jar, then please do contribute at patreon.com slash SW7X7. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash SW7X7. For now, though... I just have to say, again, thank you so much for joining me. And may the Force be with you, wherever in the world you may be. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the Force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.